everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Aaron, and that's it. I'm sorry. Uh, it's another week where we we done messed up. Uh, we didn't put an episode in the bank when we needed to. Vince got summer slammed. It's not even summer anymore, but he got summer slammed with a ton of work things, and we're we're just not able to do our regular episodes. So uh, we sat around. We thought about it. We thought about what what do we do. How, how do we satiate uh, our audience who are in desperate need of Dragon Ball content? Then the heavens parted. Uh, you heard the classic, ah, sound, signify, you know, signifying a holy presence and glowing, radiant with, with divine energy. Mr. Gmail came down and both of our noses bled. Um and he commanded us in this booing voice. I won't. We actually had it recorded, but when we went to play it back, it uh, it made our no- noses bleed again. So we we won't submit you to that. But to summarize, he's like, "Look, your mailbag is super full. You got to clear that out." And so, as Vince journeys on to his actual job stuff, I am here to uh, release the mailbag to uh, release it from its heft. And we got we got a lot of cool responses, a lot of uh, some talk about Shonen Upsurge, some other things. So let's get right to it. All right. This first one comes from power listener Jeff. Uh, and this is in response to Shonen Upsurge. And here are some very, very nice things he says. That was pretty awesome. I had stuff to do this morning while listening to a regular old episode of Kame House Party, but I had to stop, put on better headphones, and do nothing else but listen to this compelling adventure. Molly's lines were delivered just as if she was a real peer I was intimidated by. Why can English anime dubs ever seem to hire talent like that? Well, Funimation, we... I mean, here's your next star, is all I'm going to say. Jeff goes on to say, Kurt's handiwork was great. Similar quality to another podcast I used to listen to. Uh, Donald's narration was my favorite. I'm not sure how you would do this if not in an audio format, but I need you to find a way. So before you slide the signed contract across the desk to Netflix, make sure it includes a condition to require a heavy use of narration. Here, Here's a fun tidbit about Shonen Upsurge. We were looking for a narrator, and Vince suggested Donald. And I'm like, hey, man, can you do a narrator voice? You know, kind of like like I was looking for next time on Dragon Ball Z. That's what we were looking for. And with that bare minimum direction, Donald was like, oh, you mean like this? And he did the narrator. He did the narrator voice as you hear in Shonen Upsurge. And we're like, yep, that's you got the job. You got the job that doesn't pay anything, bud. Thank you very much. Uh, everyone that worked on this, including Vince. Uh, was the delight they came in they gave it all they're all i'm so happy with it i'm glad y'all like it uh jeff continues to write aaron vince this was a lot of fun to listen to i'll find a way to share it to at least one other person you guys put such great stuff out in the world not only is the content interesting and funny but it's also positive and constructive that's not always the case for comedy nor should it have to be however I do appreciate the way that your stuff makes me feel after I listen to it. It's better than the first cup of coffee on a Tuesday morning. Okay, back to whatever I was doing before you guys distracted me with not Goku. Jeff. Jeff, thank you. And Vince has also read this. and We've talked about this email specifically. Uh, Again, thank you so much for those kind words for writing to us. 
And uh, yeah, we try to be nice boys. There's a lot of not nice stuff going on in the world. And like, well, let's have something silly and stupid. That's That's been our unofficial motto, I think. Uh, but again, thank you for writing to us. Um, this next one is from Power Listener Ian, who writes again in response to Shonen Upsurge. He writes, Hey guys, just wanted to send a quick message and tell you all that the mission is going well. Also, I love your new show. You guys should be proud of your work. You guys are living the dream, and I'm happy to be able to listen to you brilliant fellows. Aw. I've started over in about 42 episodes, and why would you start over on the regular podcast, you maniac? I know we haven't been consistent lately, but it'll it'll come back. Uh, he goes on to write, I actually listened to your past guest podcast. Shout out to Utility Boy and Froglet. Hell yeah. I have a job where I walk like 15 miles and have 8 to 10 hours of free time to listen to stuff, and you guys really make me laugh. Dragon Ball is one of my favorite things in the world, and I've sank so many hours into watching that it's nice to hear other people talk about it for once. Good day, gentlemen. Remember, stay safe. Wow, that is your calves, your gams have to be out of this world, man. <laughs> if you're walking 15 miles a day, GB creepy. Listen again, listen to something else. I think we told this to you before. We ain't the only podcast in town. Uh, and thank you for also shouting out our guests. Anyone who comes on the show is a saint for putting up with, uh, with our nonsense. So, again, thank you very much, Ian. And I know, Ian, I know you're dealing with. Uh, some robotic Nick Cannons. And the last transmission we received from you just said, okay, seriously, guys, get ready. So uh, I, I assume you've been on some crazy adventures trying to find that East Coast hacker. So we shall, we shall see what happens next. Over on Twitter, uh, Greg, at anime underscore daydreams, uh, long-time listener, long-time Twitter friend, uh, has given us, we we had some questions about Scooby-Doo and what are the names of certain Doos in the Doo family. Uh, and he has, he has come to drop knowledge on us. Uh, he writes on Twitter, I can't even finish the podcast without answering. Scooby's dopey southern cousin was Scooby Dumb. It's not clear what his relationship is with Yabadoo, Scooby's marginally more intelligent brother, Dog Cowboy. Scooby-Doo canon is weird and often very desperate. Scooby dumb? That's so... I don't know if that's one we actually said. Probably not, because you wrote to us. But one, congratulations for knowing all this Scooby-Doo lore. Scooby dumb. Wow. that That's mean. Who named him? Besides Hannah and or Barbara. <laughs> what if he's dumb? All right, well, his name's Scooby dumb. <laughs> it's Friday at noon. Let's leave. Uh, I wish I'm sorry Vince isn't here to come play in that in that field with me of of the naming of these scoobs. But uh, thank you, Greg, uh, very much for letting us know that. And then finally, the uh, the heftiest corner of our mailbag comes from Asmosis Jones on YouTube, who has just been commenting a storm up on our YouTube channel. Uh, I. I cannot read all of these, unfortunately, but once again, thank you for the love, sir. Uh, I will try. Let's see, let's see how many of these we can get through. Talking about episode 135, Dragon Ball Changes, when we're introduced to an adult Goku. He writes, this took balls to change Goku's design 
without a clear next child character in place to mark it. Uh, he references how, you know, when they aged Gohan past Cell, but had Goten appear out of nowhere with Kid Trunks as sidekick, of course, to market to kids. Uh, he gives props to Toriyama for sticking to his guns. He's like, I want an adult hero for a minute. Screw you guys, it's my series. Screw marketing, screw CEOs and toy companies and manga sales, Bandai, Toei, Shonen Jump, and Soishi. I'm doing this my way. I want adult Goku versus Piccolo. I don't care. It's badass. And they said, well, no arguing with that. And it is badass, It's as we've seen later on. Um, I didn't actually think about that. Yeah, every time a kid character grew up, at least in Z, there was a character to replace them. But I like, to me, that's one of the things about Dragon Ball that I really like is that it is, in fact, generational. You know, we see characters get older and they have kids and we see what their kids can do. And that's that's just if you're going to keep a story going for that long. Yeah, let's do that. I also love time jumps in shows. Uh, but yeah, that's you're right. It's good insight. And in reference to uh, episode 144 of Dragon Ball, Mouses Jones writes and this again, some some good insight. Once we see Goku reunite with his friends in episode two of DBZ for the first time in five and a half years, if not six years, do you guys realize Goku has literally seen his friends a grand total of about three times in consisting of two full days in 11 and a half years, and two of those times were so they could watch him at the tournament canon-wise? It's pretty nuts. Obviously, he comes to the tournament, signs up, sleeps at a hotel. The next day they fight, and both times he left the tournament and didn't see his friends again until episode two of DBZ. Besides at the tournament, the only other time they see him as a group in 11 and a half years is when he got his power pole real quick from Kami's house. It's pretty crazy. Imagine seeing a friend for two days and like one glimpse in 11 years. Yeah, you're right. It's aside from their first little adventure, which, I, you know, you're not quite sure how long that took. They've, Bulma and Yamcha and Ulongapur have barely seen Goku. Barely. Krillin, I mean, that's probably why Krillin and him are, besides training together, he's a person he's just seen the longest time. That's insane. Uh, this crazy strong child <laughs> popping up every once in a while, and you know when he does, it's going to be trouble. Dang, yeah. Thank, hey, man, thanks for doing the math on that for us. He also sends a little love towards the Chiaotzu in a reference to episode 137, Battle of the Eight. He says, not going to lie, if Chiaotzu died again this fast, I would have been sad. And I think he's the least important or necessary main character ever with a bland personality. But that just shows you how much you care for these guys. Look, I know he's not going to beat anyone of note, but just seeing him beaten early and sent to the hospital is upsetting. He trained years after being revived just for this. And while we know he won't win, I would have liked to see him make a top eight instead of, say, hero and actually put up a real fight and show some new moves. He's an OG. They're living characters. And while Goku is the focus and hero, they matter too. And they progress to help as little as it may be. I like seeing their journeys in the shared world fully realized too as real people, not just plot devices. Not all characters have to matter. Some can just live in the series and try to better themselves without affecting plot or being super important. Well, well said. And, you know, some characters can also be memes about blowing up things. Uh, if it wasn't clear in that episode, we were also upset that Chiaotzu was beaten down by his cyborg uncle. And then finally, he he reassures us that Yes, we do see launch in DBZ. Don't worry, guys. She's around early on a few times. 
Thank God. Just put her in every episode. Just someone, just someone put her in every episode for us. Come on. That's not hard, right? Uh, but again, as Mrs. Jones, sorry, I couldn't read all of these. I kind of cherry pick some things, but uh again, thank you for being engaged on our on our YouTube channel. And speaking of YouTube, I know there have been some complaints about it lately. Uh for a little backstory, when we started, we weren't putting them automatically on YouTube. And we didn't have a podcast hosting service that would do it for us automatically, which has been so great and so easy for us, like Podbean does. Uh, so I think at one point I was like, oh, I'll put them on YouTube and see what happens. And I just got I just lost track of it, man. So that's why there's like a gap. I think right now is this recording. It's like from six to about 70 something. <laughs> There's a lot of episodes that are not up on YouTube, but uh, I know y'all are asking for it. Uh, and I know that some people, especially if you're not in the United States, might have might be having some trouble listening to us in a regular podcast format. So my goal is to upload an episode to YouTube about once a day. If I can swing it, you know, we're, <laughs> this is, you know, this is something we do in our free time when we can. Unfortunately, we're not at the level where this is our day job one day, maybe. But I just want you all to know that we hear you and we are doing our best to get all the episodes up on YouTube. Um, and again, I want to thank you all for writing in all your support, all your kind words, um, everything it. It does. It means the world to us, especially these past few weeks when it's been crazy on our end and we haven't been able to keep as regular of a schedule as we usually do. Thank you all for understanding. Uh, I think I believe next week we should have a regular episode for you. Um, and Vince will be back better than ever. And uh, that's it. I'm shaking out our Gmail bag and it is it is very empty. I'm looking outside to a cloud and that cloud has turned to the shape of Mr. Gmail and he's giving a thumbs up. So mission accomplished boys. Um, again, thank you all for everything. And I can say this without Vince, right? There's no rule against that. Uh, I'm going to say is no matter what your day job has you doing, uh, no matter if you're in borderlands three, like Vince and I are and shooting stuff, you gotta, Keep fighting!